Welcome to Wicked Yankees Adventures. I'm your host for today's story, Bucky Lewis, and this is one I think that you need to know. I had my first television show, The Bucky Lewis Show, that aired in a million homes a week in the Boston area that, I hate to say it, was all the way back in the mid-90s. It was a very popular weekly show with strong ratings. Modeled after Johnny Carson, I had a sidekick, studio band, and live audience. The inaugural show was quite something. I knew then, and still do now, being a third-generation New Hampshireite, that the absolute single most important subject in New England to talk about and intrigue people with is the weather. So for my first show, I brought in two of the best meteorologists in the state at the time, the famous Marty Engstrom, who was a legend for years forecasting the weather from the top of Mount Washington, and also... I brought in Al Caprillion, known for his good evening greeting. I was looking forward to dueling weather savants outdoing each other with their presentations. Now, so much has changed with technology and sexy packaging. For as much as computers have taken over analyzing the weather, these two nerdy weathermen had a higher percentage rate than any mainframe or laptop software could spit out. More than any place in the world, New England's weather changes by the minute. It's no accident that for centuries, the most severe weather ever recorded in the history of the world is in New Hampshire, at the top of Mount Washington. Way before computer models, green screens, and broadcasts dispensed the weather, people had to look at the natural signs to foretell the upcoming elements. Now, I don't profess to be a prognosticator or seer of future weather patterns, but there is serious truth in these signs. Now, when I was a kid, my parents shipped me off to a dairy farm in Guilford, New Hampshire, Wilson's Dairy, to live and work in the summer. The Wilsons were Mennonites, so they didn't even have a television. The way that old man Wilson could tell the weather was by watching and listening for the signs that the earth and the sky would foretell. Fishermen particularly would be keen on signs. When they would see seagulls flying high over the harbor, they would get ready for a bad blow within hours. Or, if the oysters bedded deeper than usual, it was going to be a hard winter. The Native Americans long since knew that animals had built-in barometers, and so that they would see certain signs on how they acted and could predict the weather. The following sayings are old New England weather precepts that even now in the age of computer meteorology are remarkably accurate. All are from New England. Some will be recognizable like red sky in the morning, sailor take warning, red sky at night, sailor's delight. Here are some old time Yankee weather lore sayings. A mackerel sky, not three days dry. This one I learned as a young kid from my grandfather. A mackerel sky, of course, are clouds that look like fish scales. It never fails. Here's another one. If you see a dog or cat eating grass, you may look for rain soon. We've all seen that one. If the cows lay down in the pasture, rain is on the way. Now, this one has long been disputed, but here's a deal on that one. Cows stand up when it's hot and lie down when it's cool. A rainstorm is preceded by a low-pressure system, which signifies cooler weather coming in. So... There is something to that. It's the same way with horses. 
They usually all assemble together in the corner of a field just before a rain. When the leaves of the poplars and other trees turn up their undersides, look for rain. I think we are all familiar with that one. Trees are used to the prevailing winds from the west. So when you see the leaves bent over backwards, it means the winds shifted and we're going to get some kind of disturbance. When the beavers build higher lodges than usual, it will be a hard winter. Recently, Wicked Yankee did a story on the industrious beaver, both interviewing state biologists and Abenaki Indian chiefs. They both agreed on that one. If the ice on the trees melt and runs off, the next storm will be rain. If it's cracked off by the wind, the storm that comes next will be snow. When the smoke from a chimney does not rise but falls to the ground, it's going to storm. Again, the circulation of low-pressure area causes horizontal convergence of air at low levels. Come on, man. <laughs> if you see sun dogs, expect rain soon. I could go on and on and on with these old-time prognostics of the weather. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard of some of them. Most are unerringly true. So the next time your TV or internet or phone goes on the blank, look at these signs that for centuries, farmers, fishermen, travelers, etc., all depended on to tell the weather. I will leave you with one more for today. An evening red and a morning gray will set the traveler on his way. But an evening gray and a morning red will pour rain upon the traveler's head. For Wicked Yankee Adventures, we send you on your way, always hoping that the wind is at your back and the sun is on your face. I'm your host for today's story, Bucky Lewis, on the shores of beautiful Lake Guttapee here in New Hampshire. Gotta go?